Welcome to a place where we focus on how to build better versions of ourselves, learn to solve problems in our everyday circles, and inspire us to take action as leaders. Welcome to the Big Things Done Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Big Things Done podcast. My name is Andrew Glover. I am your host. And let me start off with a big, huge apology for not putting out another episode in a timely manner. I do apologize for that. I tell you what, uh, if you know me or if you've been following me or, or even if you're just brand new, I'm a dental student uh, and I've just started my third year as a dental student at the University of Minnesota. And beginning your third year of dental school means that you not only take classes in the morning, but you're also treating patients in the university dental clinic in the afternoon. And uh, the first couple weeks in clinic have just been a whirlwind, right? Like trying to figure out uh, how the system works, where to go get all my stuff, uh, as well as, you know, how to treat a live patient because I've just been working on uh, mannequins and, and fake teeth for the past two years. So it adds a whole new dimension to uh, to the dental game. So it's been awesome. It's been great. I'm about four weeks in, about five weeks in now, I think, with clinic and feel like I'm settling in and figuring out the routine and how to balance my school with clinic and as well as training for my triathlon, right? I've got a half Ironman coming up at the end of July uh, that I'm super pumped for and my training is coming along pretty well for that as well. So I've got a lot of irons on the fire, right? And and uh, it's not an excuse, but just to kind of let you know where I'm coming from, I've got a lot of things going and that's why I haven't been putting out the episodes like I want to be. It's definitely not from a lack of desire or, uh, or drive, I'll tell you that much. So yeah, today I want to continue with the build, solve, lead construct, right? From last episode, those, the three pillars of doing something big in your life that I'm convinced we have to master, building your best personal life, solving problems, and leading people. We have to know how to do every one of those things if we want to do something big in our life. I'm convinced of it. My life is living proof of it. And I want to use this podcast as a platform to talk about each one of those three things. And today specifically, I want to talk about the solve aspect. How do we solve problems? I want to give you kind of a perspective that I've learned. In fact, I'm going to give you an example that I've actually, uh, kind of a story, right, that I've uh, that I've had just in the past couple of days that I thought really brings this point home and kind of prompted me to put this episode up towards the front of some of the episodes I'm going to, I'm going to be releasing later on uh, in the next couple of weeks. So today I want to talk about solving problems and, and specifically how to manage our emotions to help us solve problems. You see, one thing I've noticed as I kind of look at our world and, and specifically our country here in the United States, right, is, man, emotions are everywhere and, and emotions in our culture reign supreme in almost everything that surrounds us, right? Just flip on the TV and watch a Netflix video or any one of our reality TV shows we have like The Bachelor or Bachelorette or you know America's Got Talent or even any of the news channels, right? Like they all play to our emotion. Emotion is an extremely powerful thing and is so prevalent in our society that we almost get accustomed to having emotion a part of everything in our life, including the decisions we make and how we decide to act. I mean, you just turn on the TV and you watch the news or, or a movie and you see people making decisions based on emotion, right? Not necessarily even rational. And, and I get it, right? Like, Emotion makes it fun, and that's what sucks us in. And honestly, that's what the news companies and 
entertainment companies are all about. It's about sucking us in to watch their content and consume what they have. So I get it, right? I'm not faulting anybody, but I do think that emotions have taken the best of us in our culture. And unfortunately, emotions don't help us solve problems. See, emotions aren't bad in and of themselves. Like I'm totally fine with having emotions. We're all going to have them. And, and this podcast isn't about uh, you know, suppressing your emotions or telling you not to have them. We're going to have them. What I want to talk to you today is about how do we elevate ourselves away from our emotions to help us solve problems. See, emotions, we encounter them all the time, right? And typically, it's either a really good situation or a really bad situation that's going to evoke some sort of emotional response. Uh, maybe something great happened to you and, and you're really happy, you're really joyous. Or, or maybe something bad happened at work that just made you frustrated or angry or disappointed or sad, right? We have all of these emotions playing around inside of us. And when you really sit down and think about what does an emotion contain and what does an emotion do to you and I as human beings... Well, I think emotions really make us short-sighted, right? And they also make us very self-centered. Let's just take an example, right? If, if you're at work and, you know, a policy comes down that, that just really makes your job more difficult, right? You have to do all these additional steps to make sure that you're successful in your job. And these steps are, they're frustrating and they take a lot more time and they're hard to do. And, and it just makes your life miserable, right? You're going to leave work that day frustrated at best and angry most likely, because that your boss made you go do these extra things that you think are pointless and stupid and make your life difficult, right? And you're going to go home and you're just going to be angry and you're going to stew about it. And how, how on earth could this person make my life more miserable? And, and now I'm just, I'm really angry and upset. Well, do you notice what the theme was in that just brief statement there? There are a lot of eyes and a lot of me's, right? A lot of focus on yourself, right? There's no focus on the bigger organization. There's no focus even maybe really on the other person or, or the rationale of why that policy even might have come down, right? In addition, there's no talk about how am I going to make this better? What am I going to do to solve this problem or to, to make my life better in light of this policy? See, that's what emotions do. They make us draw into ourselves and only focus on ourselves and our immediate situation. And if you and I want to be somebody who solves problems, right, who makes a difference in this world and truly does something big, we're going to have to learn how to elevate ourselves away from those emotions and start thinking about things that are beyond ourselves, right? We're going to have to start thinking about other people, right? What about the organization as a whole? Or what about the other people that I work with, right? And also start thinking about the broader perspective, right? Like maybe long term, how am I going to make this better for tomorrow, for the next week, for the next month, for the next year? Only when we elevate ourselves away from our emotions, are we able to get that more clear picture of everything else that's going on around us that factors into how we can make the situation better. And so I want to share a little example with you to kind of maybe illustrate this point about how I've encountered this just in the past couple days and how I dealt with my emotions to help me arrive at a good solution. So if you've been listening to the episodes or if you uh, if you follow me on social media, you know that I have a, a small business called Dental Application Services. And essentially, it's a service that I provide to help dental school applicants build their best application. I, I help coach them through the entire dental school pr application process, which is pretty long, right? And it's kind of confusing, especially for people like me who were applying to dental school having been out of college for multiple years, right? We don't have any sort of uh, dental advisor, right, to help us understand the application process. We kind of just have to research it on our own, do a little bit of guesswork. And, and I want to be somebody who can come into that situation and help those types of people. 
So whether it's coaching or I do a lot of personal statement editing or secondary application editing, uh, as well as just guidance for when to take the exams and, and how to structure your application and your timeline, I do a lot of that with a lot of clients. And I've been hosting my services on a website called Fiverr. Uh, Fiverr.com, if you've never heard of it, it's a website that hosts a space for freelancers to basically offer their their goods and services to people who are looking for uh, just specific types of jobs. So like editing is a great example. There's a lot of different content editors out there, copywriters, uh, software developers, graphic design. That's a huge one. Any sort of job or, or gig that you could think of that you could do uh, as a freelancer, um, that's available on Fiverr. And Fiverr has created a great space for you to do that. And so I've been using Fiverr for my dental application services because they handle the payments, which is awesome. Uh, they've handled all of the communication. It's a great platform to kind of exchange uh, you know, different statements as well as uh, just talk with different clients. They do some advertising for me. So it's been going really well. And I've been using Fiverr for uh, boy, it's been about eight months now, I think, that I've been using Fiverr with clients. And and lately, it's gotten to the point where I've had to turn away work. I mean, literally last week, I think I turned away three clients because I just literally didn't have the capacity to help them. And so it's been going really well. Well, a couple days ago, I got a notification early in the morning uh, while I was drinking my coffee and, and working on actually a, a statement for a client that said that Fiverr had denied my gig. And a gig is simply, you know, the services that I offer. And I thought, well, that's weird. You know, I've been on Fiverr offering services and helping clients for months. Why did, why did they deny my gig? And, you know, long story short, they, uh, they sent me a, a canned message that said that I violated their terms and conditions with the services that I'm offering by basically helping students apparently with their homework and, and giving students information that would help them to misrepresent their current work as not their own. Uh, essentially kind of like plagiarism or something along those lines, uh, which could not be further from the truth. <laughs> I'm not doing uh, anything like that at all. So immediately, right, uh, when that happened, I was, I was confused. I was kind of frustrated. Uh, but I reached out to Fiverr and I'm so, surely this is a mistake. I can kind of resolve this. I reached out to them, got a response in about a day, literally with no further clarification and also no opportunity for resolution, right, or, or an ability for me to explain myself. There was none of that. And so, again, long story short, my gig has been shut down on Fiverr. And I'm no longer able to offer my services on the platform that I've been offering my services for about eight months now. And I tell you what, over the past couple of days, that initially was extremely frustrating and aggravating, right? I mean, I, I get it. It's Fiverr. They're their own company. They can choose who's on it and who's not. I can, I, I can respect that. Uh, but it was really frustrating to just not even have an explanation or a way that I could resolve it so that I could somehow be within their terms or at least explain myself so that hopefully they could reconsider. And man, I tell you, I was angry. I was upset because I've worked so hard to build the services and the reputation that I have. I mean, every one of my clients has given me a five-star review and, and it feels good when you do that, right? When you've worked hard to build, you know, albeit a small business, but a business nonetheless that I've, I've worked to craft my services and deliver and, and really help clients. And just to see all of that thrown away, man, that really had me angry and upset for, for about two days. Well, unfortunately, when we have emotion that clouds our judgment and, and just kind of hangs over us, I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't thinking about what could I do to make this better? What could I do? What am I going to do from here uh, to solve this problem? 
It wasn't until I had a chat with my wife where I was able to kind of vent and, and just kind of work through my struggles and my anger that I finally started elevating myself out of my anger and frustration, right? It's still there. Like I still am a little angry at, at Fiverr and I still have no idea why they did what they did. But a couple days after everything kind of went down, I started to elevate my perspective and, and remove myself from my emotions. And I started thinking about the next steps. Okay, where do I go from here? What do I do next, right? Do I, do I continue to pursue my business on Fiverr and just call it something different? Do I move all of my services to my currently existing website and really build that out? Do I abandon it altogether and go after something else? I started thinking about what can I do differently, right? What do I go, where do I go from here to make the situation better? How do I solve the problem? You see, it was only when I was able to elevate myself away from my emotions that I was able to start thinking about that and start really focusing on how I can solve and move forward from here. And since then, thankfully, I've been able to come up with a great plan. I'm going to utilize the website that I currently have. I'm going to build it out. I'm in the process of that right now. I've also started thinking about some better ways that I can offer some products in addition to my services to help me continue to offer value to people who are applying to dental school. Even if I don't have the capacity to help them uh, maybe edit their personal statement, I can continue to give them some advice and value through coaching or other seminars and webinars that I can record. And so ultimately, this has been an excellent learning experience for me because it's pushed me to hone my skills, develop some better products, and ultimately get me on a path that is going to help me have my own business without any other variables that I'm reliant on, like a freelance website, to make my business go. And so my point in telling you that story, and I've kind of already mentioned it, is that if you want to solve a problem you need to make sure you can elevate yourself away from your emotions, right? I'm not saying suppress your emotions. I'm not saying don't have emotions, right? We're all going to have them. Learn how to manage them. Learn how to elevate your perspective above them so you can start thinking about the bigger picture. Start thinking about what's really going on around you. Who's all at play? Who's all involved in that decision that was made or those hurtful words that were said what do you think is really going on behind the scenes, right? There's more than just you that's involved. So start thinking about that. Also start thinking about where am I going to go from here? How am I going to solve this problem? Now you might be saying, cool, Andy, I get it. I got to elevate myself away from my emotions. That makes sense. But how do you actually go do that? I'll tell you a couple of things that work for me. Uh, first thing is to go work out. And literally to physically exert yourself and go work out. Go to the gym, lift some weights, go for a run, go for a walk. Uh, for me, when I've got a lot of things going on in my head, I love to swim. For some reason, swimming is just therapeutic for me because my mind just starts going, right? Because swimming is actually really boring. Staring at the bottom of the pool floor, just it, it gets super boring. And so my mind just starts spinning. And, and by about 500 laps, by, by 500 laps, by about 500 meters or so, uh, my mind is it has kind of worked everything out and I'm kind of ready to move on to the next thing. Uh, what Maybe you want to go lift weights and just burn out some aggression in, in the weights that you're lifting or in the run or, or in the cycling or something like that, go work out. It's going to balance you physically, emotionally, and mentally and help you really get over some of those initial emotions you might have. And it'll help you elevate your perspective. Uh, you know, sometimes another thing is I need to talk with somebody. I need to talk with my wife. I need to call up my dad. I need to talk to somebody about just the emotions I'm feeling and, and, and my frustrations. And just by working through that with somebody, uh, that is really helpful. And maybe they can offer a different perspective for you to get you thinking about the way forward or get you thinking about the other people that might be involved besides just you 
to help elevate your perspective. One final trick that I've found that really helps me, uh, I learned it actually from a Navy SEAL whose name is uh, Jocko Willink. <laughs> that my name might sound familiar. I've done a, a podcast on uh, one of his books that he wrote called Extreme Ownership. He also has a podcast called the Jocko Willink Podcast. Uh, and as a Navy SEAL, right, he's seen a lot of bad things. He's been in a lot of bad situations, right, in combat in Iraq and Afghanistan. And um, his tactic, when, when he's in a bad situation or something bad happens to him, the way he overcomes his emotions is he just responds to that situation by saying one simple word, good. When he looks at a situation and he says good, right, he's immediately thinking about and putting his mind towards what can I do to make good out of this situation? How is this situation going to bring something good for me? And so actually I adopted that into my mentality for how I dealt with my gig being denied on Fiverr, right? I started saying, good, how is this situation going to make me better? I started saying, good, I'm going to go develop some products that I can load onto my website that I couldn't do on Fiverr. Good, I'm going to start advertising to different audiences to get the exact right people that I want to help with their applications. Right? I started saying, good, good, good. And I started trying to look for how am I going to make these positive changes in the situation that currently isn't that great. So if you're in a bad situation or you're frustrated or, or, or just something's wrong right now, I encourage you just to stop and just tell yourself good and start thinking about what are you going to do to make good out of this situation that might not be so good right now. That's a great tactic that's helped me derive good things out of bad situations. And I guarantee no matter what situation you're in, there is something good that you can find, whether it's a lesson that you're going to learn or a new product that you're going to develop or a, a relationship that you're going to heal or a skill that you're going to hone, you're going to find something good in that situation and it's going to make you a better person. All right, guys, that was my quick and dirty talk about emotions. I'm not talking about suppressing emotions. I'm not talking about not having emotions. We need to learn how to elevate our emotions if we want to solve problems. I've given you some tips and some tactics about how to actually go and do that, how to separate yourself from your emotions. And I guarantee once you do that, your, your mindset is going to be so much clearer and you're going to be somebody who goes out and solves problems and not get bogged down in the emotions that are so short-sighted and so self-centered. Hey, as always, thanks for listening. If you want more content, head over to my website and subscribe to my email list. I send an email once every week on Monday mornings about each of the build, solve, and lead constructs that are going to give you a little nugget of truth to help you along your week to doing something big in your life. Also, don't forget about the Big Things Stand-Up, personalized coaching. If you want to do something big and you want to get there fast, I want to help you out, and I've got the tools to help you do it. Head over to my website, sign up for the Big Things Stand-Up, and I'd love to help coach you in whatever big thing that you want to go do. All right, we'll talk to you guys again soon. And until next time, keep doing big things. <laughs>